Welcome to the CCS Insight Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Nick McGuire, and today I'll be joined by Matt Olson from Splunk and Kevin McBride from Lumen Technologies. And we're going to look at the role that data and data analytics is going to play for telcos over the next three to five years. Now, we hear a lot in the industry about data and data transformation, but it's actually becoming a huge topic in telecoms right now, particularly in light of a lot of the change that we're seeing today, but also the change that's coming down the line uh, in the in the telecom space. You know, on one hand, we've got this really fascinating transition to 5G happening, and at the same time, telcos all over the world are migrating to the cloud, both from a network perspective, but also from an operations perspective. You've got the evolution of the edge uh, and new kind of experiences, both consumer and enterprises that are unfolding around the edge. And obviously we're gonna see an evolution there down the line. And of course, you've got a lot of the change happening to the operator business model, whether that is around how you monetize data or indeed, how do you improve the customer experience? So there's a lot of, of, of change happening and obviously how operators will not only kind of monetize data, but also get value from data, both from a strategic perspective, but also from a from a business opportunity perspective, I think will be very much you know determining their fortunes over the next number of years. So I think these are some of the core topics we're going to dig into today. And I think before we get into it, though, I want to actually give my esteemed guests the opportunity to introduce themselves and their organization as well. So maybe start with you, Matt. Over to you. Introduce yourself and uh, and your your organization and role. Uh, thank you, Nick. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Matt Olson. I am strategist for communications and media at Splunk. Uh, so really in this role, I'm, I'm just bringing the power of data analytics, data science to the needs of the communications industry. And I'm coming out of uh, well, a little over a few decades actually uh, working in telecom, primarily focused on data analytics, data science, and uh, also on uh, OSS capabilities for virtualized stacks. So very pleased to be here today. Fantastic. And, and over to you, Kevin. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, my name is Kevin McBride. I'm from Lumen Technologies. Um, I've been here at Lumen for 15 years, and that's just hard to believe because it feels just like yesterday that I started with a company. But I've had the opportunity to be in you know all different you know areas of you know the Lumen network as it's matured over the years and, and grown to become this you know this global you know footprint of, of networking and companies that make up the Lumen Technologies. Um, so so I have an experience that comes from IP and Ethernet background, data center management. Um, got to work through the exciting times of IPTV and uh, and then now into NFV and edge computing technologies. And so today, you know, Lumen, I work primarily on proximity-based edge computing, um, you know, and, and how our customers are, are leveraging the edge computing for, you know, uh, deploying things like 5G uh, mobile edge compute technology. Um, and as we have this discussion today, I know uh, one of the title items is 5G. So why is Lumen here since we don't operate a, a mobile network? Um, we'll get into that during the discussions today because we empower all the mobile network operators, um, you know, with with our network services, right? And that's going to, you know, continue to be really fascinating as compute technologies and beyond x86 becomes, you know, into play with 5G and, and other networks. So um, excited to be here today. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, great. Um, and we absolutely, we absolutely will get into that. Um, and before we do, I should also say that, you know, the chat today is largely based on a a report that uh, my organization, CCS Insight, did with Splunk in partnership. And we looked really closely, actually, at some of the more immediate opportunities that operators can 
can unearth uh, and ultimately achieve some significant operational excellence uh, for their organization through data analytics. Um, and so Belize, you know, for those of you, we'll, we'll put the uh, put the notes to that report and uh, give you give you a chance to take a look at that report. Please do take a look at it when you do get a minute. But today's actually about looking a little bit further down the line. Um, and maybe before we kind of think about kind of a three to five year trajectory and the role that data is going to play in light of 5G and a lot of these transitions, I think it probably is fair to say, Matt, and bring you in, uh, uh, you know, for the first kind of question here, but I'd just be curious for you to level set to our audience today about where you see operators are today when it comes to the level of transformation that they're facing, you know, 5G as well, and and where you see data analytics playing in light of that transformation. So maybe start with you, and if you can kind of frame us out there, we'll get going. Absolutely. So I think taking kind of the, uh, you know, the 30,000 foot view of things in the present state, you know, all the, the major carriers are are really, you know, focused on 5G consumer uh, rollout and then the introduction of uh, SDN, NFV, virtualized network services. But I, I think it's really in the, the very, very early stages where though there are transformation initiatives underway and new technologies being deployed, really uh, the, the vast majority of the communication service industry is still somewhat in the in the legacy sort of architecture and mode, and and I think that uh, really the the substantial transformation uh, is is yet to come, and and I think that you know the current focus is really on availability of five G for consumers, but I I think as as we'll you know delve into in greater detail here, um, really. What's just beginning in the very, very early stages is the introduction of uh, virtualized edge compute enabled capabilities that are, are far broader, um, you know, really touching on industrial applications and IoT capabilities. So I, I think just to, to sum it up, I would say uh, very, very early stages, every carrier recognizes the need to transform and has begun to engage in a transformation process, but uh, early, early stages. And I think that data is absolutely key. I, I think that data is absolutely central to all of this. And we've already seen with 5G and virtualized stacks, it introduces so much more data in real-time uh, fashion and this has been really critical to, to driving strategy and uh, you know, securing and providing service assurance, but also enabling a lot of new uh, capabilities. You know, it's, it's, it's really interesting hearing you kind of frame it uh, in that context, uh, Matt. And before I, I bring in Kevin, because I'm very keen to kind of hear a little bit about the Lumen experience directly in this area. But, you know, when you look across all your customers in, uh, in Telco, uh, Matt, specifically, where, where do you see some of the innovation happening with data at the moment? Like, where, where do you see is the common source of activity for the operators? Well, I, I think the, the first thing is uh, leveraging data in, in near real time. Uh, you know, ideally uh, leveraging data in motion, uh, really at the, the point of, of need where you, where you need to drive those inferences. So it's shifting from a centralized 
stored model of, of data analytics and, and inference to a streaming and more uh, real-time uh, derivation of, of inferences and insights. And, and also uh, not only driving those insights, but driving automation and action on the basis of the, of the data and the derived insights. And, and I think this is one of the most exciting things about uh, new, new technologies in you know, virtualized stacks is that you have the opportunity to automate, to orchestrate uh, with exposed APIs. So more and more we see data not just providing insights, but actually driving action within the networks, within the services. And again, I, I think it's very early stages, but uh, this is, in, in my mind, where the, the most exciting uh, developments are. And, and of course, this goes hand in hand with the application of machine learning, which allows then uh, predictive and prescriptive inferences and the execution of actions in, in anticipation of needs. Fantastic. I mean, Kevin, a lot going on in, uh, in Lumen at the moment um, over the last couple of years, uh, you know, public acknowledgement of the level of transformation happening, you know, what role, maybe frame that out a little bit for us as well. You I mean, the level of change that you're seeing in your organization and also the role that data analytics is playing for you as part of that transformation effort. Yes, absolutely. So the, the main transformation at Lumen has been adopting the platform model, right? Providing that platform, you know, for not only our internal use cases, but our customer use cases and leveraging the same common, you know, generalized platform for both internal needs, developing new managed, you know, um, applications for and services for the customer, um, but also just letting the customer consume it and and you know do what they need with that platform. And, and, and what that's really enabled is is if you think over the years since you know 4G rollout and 3G, you know, 3G to 4G evolutions, you know, there was a move to leverage you know the the networking, our layer two networks within you know our metro networks. And now what you're seeing is, uh, you know, the introduction of compute, storage, and networking at the edge to be able to host these applications. And like Matt was talking about, you know, this is enabling a brand new, you know, paradigm of, of applications that have proximity needs or low latency uh, placement to be able to execute on their decision makings, right? And uh, one of my favorite companies, their, their their motto is data has gravity. And I'm not going to mention who they are, but, you know, data does have gravity, right? So when you're thinking about the network and the compute and storage aspect, you don't want to be moving all that data around, you know, that, that's making decision making, right? And uh, what, what we're seeing now is this evolution of being able to leverage the close proximity edge computing five milliseconds between, um, for a mobile network operator as an example, uh, as the first example, um, be able to host their CU and DU functions uh, for their 5G network in our edge compute, right? And then enabling our customers that have fixed networks and enterprise uh, networks that are their IT area to be able to connect to those operating technologies out on the 5G network. That could be anything from, you know, uh, in, in a transport logistics company, the the vehicle, the, the person with the scanner and the packages. In evolution, it's going to be drones and robotics delivery, um, but but what we're seeing is the embracing the 5G technology plus the fixed uh, you know network and the edge computing and and for the customer benefit we're seeing really uh, you know game changing um, you know there, there's a reason why you know Lumen's focus on the fourth industrial revolution is because you know there's a pivot now to using these 
robotic uh, systems on, you know, different types of environments. And it could be anything from, you know, a robotic, you know, juicing facility to a package sorting facility. Programming control logic is moving into edge compute to drive down the cost of the robotics gear. And it's a super exciting time because as the price of those technologies come down and the intelligence has moved into edge compute with 5G and fixed networks being able to stitch together, um, that's what actually enables the next generation of things. And then the data inf you know, inference and streaming, um, we'll talk about that more, but I I'm totally on board you know, from a hardware perspective underneath. Um, you know, that's really my area of focus. And Matt and I have worked together for a long time, and, um, but, but I'm really excited about the hardware level because now that the applications are moving into that compute close to the network, um, there's new acceleration technologies to be able to unlock the data without interfering with performance. So um, that, that's kind of a role in this. And, and hopefully that's a good explanation to, to set things up. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, there, there are so many dimensions to the picture you're painting there. Um, and I, I want to I kind of draw us back into kind of a little bit of the immediate trends we're seeing around the network and what that would mean from, from an operator from a service perspective down the line, say three to five years. Um, and, and the role that data is going to play in that environment. I'm curious to get your view, maybe, maybe uh, ask you on this, Matt, we'll come back to Kevin on it in a second, is about, you know, you hear a lot about, you know, network slicing and mobile edge compute and Mac services. You know, dare I say, you know, dare I say that there's 6G conversations already surfacing. Uh, please give me a, give me a, a bit of a, a, a tap for that, but I, I my my apologies, but they they are starting to surface, and I, th I feel that the technology is overshadowing the importance that data is going to play uh, around these kind of service transformations coming. Matt, what do you think? I mean, do, uh, where where do you see this going from a from a data analytics perspective? What what do operators need to be thinking about with these services, and and how they can think about what they can do with data in light of those services as well. Ah, well, I, I think that's the, the key is that, you know, the, the new network technologies enable capabilities, but really with, without data, uh, it, it's unrealized. Because fundamentally, I, I think what's really exciting about the, these uh, architectures and technologies is that you have the ability to infuse them with intelligence with uh, you know, service-aware, dynamic uh, you know, resource allocation and, and architecture, and building in intelligent resilience, service assurance, and, and service-aware capabilities. And all of that is essentially an unrealized sort of latent value without data to drive the use of those intelligent capabilities. So in, in my mind, Though you know, 5G, 6G, more bandwidth, all of this is fantastically good. What is really exciting and transformative though, is the ability to infuse those network fabrics with the intelligence, understanding the state of the underlying architecture and infrastructure, understanding the nature and needs and service quality of the services being provided over that infrastructure and the networks to then dynamically, ideally, predictively, make uh, orchestration changes and adapt and change to provide optimal service 
with optimal efficiency. And, and to Kevin's point earlier, this, this is really uh, a, you know, a, a double whammy because you have the opportunity leveraging these capabilities, not only to drive exceptional services, to enable new services and to provide high quality, you have the ability as well to operate with high efficiency and to drive substantial cost out of the business. And in my mind, the data is not just a significant piece of the puzzle, it's data and the ability to take action on the basis of the inferences and insights derived from that data that, that is actually central to what makes this transformative. And frankly, when you layer in then the ability to employ machine learning to drive inferences in a predictive and prescriptive manner, it becomes truly transformative. But the key is that those insights and the actions need to be executed in very low latency at the point where they're needed, at the time that they're needed in, in an efficient and uh, very low latency fashion. And that in turn is driving changes in the architectures and approaches employed in the, in the data realm. I mean, Kevin, um, give you the opportunity to jump in on this as well. I mean, uh, I mean, responding a little bit to Matt, but also, you know, your observations specifically from your organization's perspective, you know, where, where you see, you know, the, 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 the role that it's going to play in light of these transformations over the next three to five years. Right. So, so the biggest thing that we're seeing from, from our customers is, is the, the idea or notion of using shared services, right? Because as you're trying to do a wider deployment, um, you can't always, you know, if you try to do a private infrastructure, that's just not going to work out. Right. And, and, and so what we're seeing and, and related back to some of, you know, what Matt was saying about data streaming and whatnot is being able to, you know, marry the network as closely as possible to that computing uh, you know, where the data is being, you know, analyzed. And that could be, you know, beyond x86 with GPUs and other accelerator technology, right? Um, but but what we get back to with customers is, is that they have, you know, these great ideas, but when you look at the capital that it takes for a retail, you know, customer, any, you know, pretty much any customer of ours that has a wide footprint of operating locations, nationally um, in America and, you know, internationally as well, is, you know, there are opportunities to run less, you know, infrastructure and shared infrastructure, but doing it securely, right? And so we're just starting to see, you know, more enterprise customers get into the space because there's more definition around how to, you know, encrypt data, you know, at rest, in transit, um, et cetera, right? And, uh, you know, back to that, you know, data has gravity and, you know, data is also vulnerable in transit unless it's heavily encrypted, that's where you know we're 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 working with customers to understand, you know, how could we provide you know more composable backends to things that would allow you to you know have compute that you need to do the data storage, and then mutate the different kinds of you know analytics devices and 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 you know GPUs and other accelerators that you need to work on those workloads without actually moving the workload and working you know with the data at more of its at rest state. On, you know, on encrypted hardware and whatnot. So that's what we've been experiencing with customers too, is, you know, there, there was this whole notion of cloud, you know, since 2008 and plus, you know, um, where, you know, enterprise customers wanted to adopt it, but it was so dangerous. Um, but now that network is so fixed to compute without transient other networks, if a customer does desire to transient other networks, 
like public internet, um, that's where all this is becoming key. And we'll be able to do more data analytics because there won't be a huge cost infrastructure from those customers to have all these little silos of deployments. They'll be able to, you know, have their innovative ideas running out there because it's just consuming additional capacity in their, you know, large capacity kind of models, right? Pools of resources, right? Got it. I mean, I think, you know, you, both of you have painted some some really important observations around where we're going in the industry uh, and also the opportunities coming down the line. I'm curious for those that are listening that would be, you know, early on in their journey, and we have to hark back to uh, obviously what Matt was saying at the beginning about, you know, we're at the early stages of a lot of these transitions happening. How, what would be your kind of guidance to uh, operators around, okay, well, what are some of the, as they plan for this future, what are some of the pitfalls that they need to be thinking about to avoid, to make it easier for them to achieve this, uh, you know, this progression and this transition over the next number of years? Maybe start with you, Matt, because obviously you're, you're seeing a lot of patterns across a number of different operators globally. Absolutely. I, I think uh, number one, far and away, to, to Kevin's point, is think platforms. Think shared ecosystems and infrastructures and, you know, avoid, I, I think, a key pitfall, which is the, the tendency to identify point solutions or particular applications to solve a, uh, a problem and, and adopt instead, where, wherever feasible, uh, extensible platforms and ecosystems. I, I think in my mind, that's, uh, that's absolutely paramount. Uh, not only because it drives greater e efficiency and flexibility and uh, elasticity, but, but also because it's inevitable that uh, solutions will need to, uh, to be adapted and evolved ongoing. And uh, by really focusing on, on ecosystems and platforms, uh, you establish sort of the, the greatest flexibility and degrees of freedom in terms of the ability to to adapt and evolve. So I think this is, in my mind, centrally important. Great points. Kevin, do you, what would you say are, you know, obviously, you know, real world war-torn war experiences, uh, what would you say are some of the pitfalls that, that companies need to, to avoid uh, as they look, as they look around this transition ahead of us? So one of the biggest, uh, I think, frustrations for the industry, um, and, and this is just some guiding light, you know, to help people is don't just forklift things from their, you know, physical state into virtualization. We learned that in NFE. It doesn't scale well, right? And this new frontier requires this, this notion of building services that are resilient to failure and with failure in mind, Right. And the other thing, too, is, you know, we're in a new era, especially in the last year plus, that you cannot think behind four walls only and all these little Fort Knoxes of, you know, we're performing your, your OT and IT operations. It's everywhere now. And, 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 and these zero trust models of security need to be embraced. And, you know, there's definitely reasons to keep things in four walls for some use cases, but embracing, you know, more over-the-top services and shared services, it, it, I, I just see companies failing if they don't do that because other companies that are embracing that model, you know, versus the static, you know, private eyes style are going to succeed and be able to offer, you know, lesser cost services to customers. So that's my one advice that, that I would kind of wrap up on. 
Awesome. Final final thoughts to um, look at the time. I'm, oh my goodness, where where's it gone? It's uh, fascinating listening to both your observations. Maybe just quick, you know, short, sharp perspectives in terms of what you'd see as your top recommendation, Matt, for operator CXOs as they as they look towards this uh, this transformative future that they have ahead of them. Absolutely, I, I think uh, I would just say absolutely focus on driving data driven innovation and transformation, uh, accepting the fact that uh, there, there will be failure and experimentation in this, but above all, I ensure that there are approaches that provide a runway for the innovation to then drive uh, change within the, the business as a whole. So I, I think uh, you know the number one uh, priority from my perspective would be encouraging the innovation and experimentation, but with clear linkages to the, the core business and uh, core operation so that you have a, a path to scalability and a path to production viability of the, the new services and technologies. Great stuff. And Kevin, what would be your top, top tip? Uh, number one, couldn't agree more with Matt, um, with what he just wrapped up on. Uh, uh, I guess my one wrap up would be, don't be scared to embrace this new technology, right? We've seen a lot of customers since even 2013 that are just still on the fence, right? And, uh, you know, be ready to explore this and embrace it here. Um, and, and it's going to be an exciting next couple of years. So, Well, with that, I want to thank both my great guests again, uh, Matt and Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's, been a, it's been a real pleasure. The time has absolutely flown by. Uh, clearly, we've got quite a journey ahead of us. Uh, we're only just scratching the surface on some of these the important topics for the telco industry. But obviously, we really do share um, and appreciate you sharing your insights with us. It's great, great stuff. Finally, where can the listeners get, get hold of you if they have any questions? Matt? Uh, thank you, Nick. Um, well, on, on LinkedIn, I very much look forward to, uh, to ongoing discussions and uh, more virtual networking. Kevin? Definitely on LinkedIn. And if you're interested in learning any more about Lumen, lumen.com. And uh, everything's out there, you know, explaining what our customers are up to, too. Fantastic. So last word, do check out the report uh, on how operators can achieve operational excellence with data analytics that uh, my firm, CCS Insight, produced. It can be found uh, in the actually information on the report can be found in the dedicated notes to the session, but it's also can be found on Splunk.com under a dedicated page under under communication. So do do check that out. And then finally, I want to thank all our listeners uh, of uh, of the CCS Insight podcast. Do check out our website CCSinsight.com for more information. And if you do have any other further questions on any on this topic or any other topic that you'd like to explore with us, please feel free to reach out to me at nick.mcquire, M-C-Q-U-I-R-E, at CCS Insight, or on Twitter at Nick McQuire. So I want to thank all of you again, and we look forward to seeing you next time.